dog passes the day. All dogs. Like that. New tricks. Oh, dogs. All dogs. My dogs are barking today. Hey. New tricks. Can't find a bit of dog on planet Earth. It's the All Dogs New Tricks podcast. Here's Kaikuyu and Joey. KC and JP. All right, welcome into episode seven of the Old Dogs New Tricks podcast. Seven. Yeah, seven. Good, I know. Right? Well, I guess five was kind of a two-parter. No, but yeah, we yeah, called it five, six, six, yeah, seven. Five, six, seven. We can wait, count. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Uh, I am Joey Pepin. Kaikui Calhoun. And uh, we are we are co-hosting this this here uh, podcast, and we appreciate uh, all of our listener support. Um, you know, not that you're giving us any money, but uh, you're giving us good <laughs> feedback, uh, and that and that's cool. Feedback um, is just like money to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I got enough money. I need feedback. You know I, mean? <laughs> exactly. I have enough money. Who says that, right? <laughs> Nobody. 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 So today is a uh, is a very special day. Um, we're releasing this podcast on September 11th. September 11th. It's uh, the event, like throughout yeah. life. There are certain events with people. Where were you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when this happened, um, mm-hmm. like even before our time, obviously there were, there were events. So people remember where they were when Kennedy was shot, when right. King was shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say John Lennon, but that's John, cool. John Lennon. <laughs> Seriously, though, yeah, that, yeah. that a lot of people right. uh, know that. Um, uh, the Challenger. Oh, yeah. Um, where, where were you when the Challenger? Uh, I was actually homesick from school that day. You are really I, sick? Uh, no, I wasn't really sick. I just... I didn't want to go to school that day. Right, I was right. pretty good at faking stomach aches. Right. Um, I was, and I was little. You know, I was, a, I was a young kid when that happened, and I remember watching it on TV. And yeah. you know, I was home, and I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll watch this. And and I don't remember if if my mom was there watching it with me, or my, if anybody was there. But uh, I do remember it. Like I'm just being very confused. Like, yeah, what's going on? What just happened? Like, yeah. And I remember, you know, major malfunction, and then seeing the it explode and. Um, and then the next day at school, like they had watched it in an in, in assembly, like the whole school gathered, yeah. and and I guess that everybody was just crying. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I was in, I was actually in class. I went to school. I never skipped <laughs> and everything. <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Deets came. I can't remember what grade I was in though. Seventh grade. I have to go back and look. But uh, she came in crying. Mm-hmm. You know, said, "Oh my God, children! Mm. Space shuttle just blew up." Wow. And. Uh, she was one of those teachers. She's the last teacher you expect to see crying or showing emotion mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. to that extreme. You know, she's pretty, mm-hmm. you know, cool and uh, yeah. So 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 different events like right. you're going to remember exactly when Michael Jackson died, stuff like that. You're going to remember where yeah. you were mm-hmm. September 11th. Yeah, everybody remembers. Yep, yep. And I'm. It's they? easy for me to remember uh, how many years it's been. 17 years because that was three days before my wedding. I got married three days before on September eighth, two thousand one. Oh wow! So my wife and I, we are my my new wife at the time. We were in our on our honeymoon, and Where? Uh, we were in San Diego. Okay, and you know our our plan was we we'll fly down San Diego. My brother in law got me first class tickets. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was nice. Right. They're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, vodka on the plane. I don't have to pay for it. Right. So uh, flew flew down to San Diego and our plan was to sort of meander our way up the coast and then fly out of San Francisco. Uh, we were in San Diego for a couple of days. We were about to leave that morning and the, our phone, you know, my, well, I, my wife had a phone at the time. Right. I didn't. No. Yeah. But back in the day, everybody didn't have a phone. No, I did. I was nobody. So, yeah. um, she it got a couple of messages from one of our, our good friends and, and we're like, 
why, why is she calling for like this better be important because like we're on our honeymoon you know like don't bother us right and all it said was turn on your tv and so turned on the tv and sat on the edge of the bed for a minute and was like Oh, wow. Yeah. And the hotel we stayed in was, was down there at the uh, the Gaslight. I think it's called the Gaslight District down there in San Diego. And uh, they had, it was like an old haunted type hotel. And it had a journal in the room. And, and we wrote a little passage that morning, you know, September 11th, 2001. Right. Today, the world changed. Yeah. That's what we said. Yeah. And it changed. Hold on to your babies or something like that. Something yeah. profound like that. Yeah. And then we drove... From there, we drove up to uh, L.A., um, and, and it was so weird. There was no air traffic. There's hardly any traffic yeah, on the road. Was grounded, yeah. There wasn't a plane. There wasn't a helicopter. There was nothing. It was it was like a vacuum. It was you know uh, driving yeah, almost yeah. through the desert, almost you know from San Diego to L.A. It was just it was like ghost town, especially was, with L.A. and all the activity that uh-huh. normally goes on around yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And then we ended up getting to my wife's cousin's place. Um, up in LA and we all just sort of sat around the kitchen table and, and just watched TV and they had, her kids were all little and you know, it, right. was, just, it was strange, strange, yeah. very, very strange. Yeah. You're right. That's the, the world changed yeah. that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. End of innocence. That's for sure. Yeah. Where were you? Uh, I was in England. I was stationed in, at Milton hall. Uh, Oh wow! So you weren't even in, you weren't even in country. No, I wasn't in the country, and this is this is this is what's so why that day is so significant. Besides the obvious, but it was kind of a scramble to find people still. So I wasn't even on base when it happened. Me and uh, uh, Jason Williams, a guy I was stationed with, we were doing our Meals on Wheels, delivering Meals on Wheels to. Uh, to some elderly British folks, mm-hmm. and um, so again we weren't. We were listening to Jill Scott. Got got the Jill Scott CD, so uh-huh. we were listening. To, we weren't listening to the radio or anything. I was doing listening to CD at the time. Uh, when we came back to base, as we get closer, the traffic you know started building up a little more than normal. Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Then we finally got closer to the gate. There's all these news cameras. The BBC. Um, is out there. Oh yeah. And uh, as military members, you know, we're not supposed to give public statements or, or anything, sure. especially you know on live television. Right. Um, but we had no clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. So we saw these military members walking past the BBC. I'm talking tons of people out there. Mm-hmm. You know, tons of camera crews, vans, everything. So nobody would talk to them. But we had no clue what's going on. So. One of the uh, reporters looked at me and made eye contact with me. Uh-oh. So I made eye contact with her Uh-oh. because I wanted to see what was going on. Uh-huh. So she's like, she's looking like, oh, there's someone that'll talk to us. So she runs over to me. I'm driving. I'm painting a picture. I'm on a different side of the car at the time. It was England. So <laughs> <laughs> she came over and she puts the mic camera in my face. She said, what do you think about what's going on? I said, what's going on? She said, what's going on back home? I said, what's going on back home? She said, you haven't heard about the towers or anything it's like no and then she's starting to tell me and i was like okay she doesn't really know or she's not telling me enough so i just kind of cut the conversation so i wouldn't say too much sure and then well we were trying to get on base when we finally got on base that's when we found out um robin had been robin was stationed at a different uh air force base she was at Lake and heath and she was trying to get a hold of me and i coached 
uh, flag football. Mm-hmm. So Jalen played flag football. We're supposed to have practice in England. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So go America. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we were just trying to figure out how to get the kids and cancel right. practice and this, this, and that. it was just chaos. Wow, chaos. And then uh, Jason had talked to someone, I believe. And they gave him bad information because they didn't really know what was going on either. Mm-hmm. And they had said that someone, she said, uh, the girl said, they stole our planes. So I'm thinking, they stole military planes. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, this is, this is yeah. about to go down right. then, you know. Yeah. But obviously she just didn't have a clue of exactly what was going on, man. So it was just, I just remember being confused that day. Mm-hmm. And all our security on base changed, how you enter the base changed entering buildings on base all the you know we went mm-hmm. into you know top security at that time and so it was just just like you said everything changed from but that it, moment on it was it was it was evening then now in, in england right i mean it must have been you know five, yeah. five o'clock or this three. is at the end of the day yeah, yeah towards the end of the day yeah because we were coming back to the base after right. being gone all day yeah. yeah yeah so it was yeah yeah because if we were thinking about practice and stuff mm-hmm. that would have been after work. after yeah after yeah. work after wow. all that stuff yeah yeah so we had no clue but um man but you're right the whole world changed because just just the way we did simple things on base just driving to work mm-hmm. okay drive uh if you go this way normally start going this way start mixing it up start wow. things. yeah everything wow. changed that yeah 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 everything changed that day strange yeah, yeah. it was still and there's they're still change they're still changing you know uh yeah well the way you fly remember you used to be able to yeah. walk up to the gate see the people coming off the plane yeah. and all those things yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the the it was you know it was easy to easier to sneak weed on the plane like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so they told me i don't know yeah right? i don't know yeah i never did that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm one of those people though uh it's i was flying like a couple months ago and uh it was taking a little uh while going through the uh checkpoint there through uh, through the scanner and everything and uh a lot of people were complaining mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe because i was in the military to me it's like okay hey do what you gotta do to make sure everything is okay if it takes a little longer then right i'm cool with waiting right. a little if i gotta take my shoes off if you think that's a necessity then i'll do it sure if that's gonna give me a, a sense of security sure and on that whether or not it, it makes us you know uh, you know, have any degrees safer? It's hard to say. Hard to I, say, right? I do believe it. It is a. It is a, is a, a bit of a deterrent um, for um, you know bad guys to do things. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're like, yeah. well, now we got to get through. Oh, we got to deal with TSA. Fuck that. <laughs> exactly. So I was yeah. watching this thing uh, not that long ago. I don't remember. Remember what it was? It was. Um, it actually might have been something that I auditioned for that I was narrating, um, and it and it talked about how back in the day. You know when when commercial air flight was just taken, you know, taken taken a whole people most people could kind of afford it. Mm-hmm. Like the airlines were reluctant to search anybody because they they didn't want to deter people from traveling, and people were easily taking guns on planes all the time. And then oh, there was wow. like this, I think it was in the late seven early seventies, late sixties. It was like hijackings were like a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna hijack another plane. Yeah, you know, because yeah. and then they were too worried about business. To search people, they didn't want to take away their guns oh, on wow, the plane because wow. it didn't want to, wow. you know, yeah. talk about 
you know. Yeah, yeah, I remember the hijackings, um, the 70s, something like that. Yeah, it was a lot. um, And then they start, oh, sir, we're going to have to search you. What? Search me? I can't bring my gun on a plane. Uh, No, actually, you can't. You can't. Yeah, prior to 9-11, I used to sleep uh, on planes. Mm -hmm. I haven't slept since. Really? Yeah, and I try to sleep. I can take Benadryl, whatever, Mm -hmm. but as soon as somebody gets up and move, Mm -hmm. hey, what are you doing? I get up and I, you know, I'm like, what, what's this person doing? Where are they going? It's funny. And yeah, I can't, I can't fall asleep on planes anymore. It's funny, man. You know, like I, I think when I get on a plane, um, I, I'll look around and I'll be like, okay, who's, who's got my back? You know, like who can I count on? Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, that brother right there. I know I can count on him and you know, hillbilly over there. I think I can count on him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, this nerd's going to be under the table or, you know, under the seat. Can't count on him. Oh, this lady, she, she's got my back. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, uh, you just start to, you, know, you, you think about it differently. Yeah. You, you know, size uh, it up, looking yeah. at the, the exit and you're like, okay, which, which one of these motherfuckers is going to act up? Am I going to have to put my foot in their right. neck? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, we were on a plane not that long ago and, and there was this guy who was drunk and and he was like talking to this this kid next to him and the dad was like, you, can you stop talking to my son? And he's like, oh, sorry. But then he starts talking to him, he's like, this fucking, this fucking, fucking. And every other word was the F word and mm-hmm. he's talking to this 10-year-old kid and the guy says again, listen, you need to stop talking to my son. Uh, you know, right. period. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I wanted to give him this thing. And I'm thinking, how does this drunk ass get on? First of all, he's like late, right? He, right? We almost missed the damn flight because of him. And then he's acting a fool. And then uh, the flight attendant's coming down and, and she's like, sir, you know, we're going to have to move you or, you know, whatever. We, we don't want to have to divert the plane. And I, I turned around and I'm like, we are not diverting yeah, this plane. Yeah. You are going to sit the fuck down. <laughs> there have been a few folks jumping up. Yeah, we would have been like, uh-uh, 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 you know yeah. what? I, I'll, I got, I can, we can take t- turns on the, exactly, on the headlock, you know? Exactly. And then the motherfucker had the, the nerd to be like, can I get a beer? <laughs> <laughs> and the flight attendant was like, huh, no, no, oh, wow. you cannot. But yeah, you're right, man. The things change. Like, you know, you, you, you fly differently, yep. you know? And, uh, you know, I don't even, I know some people would be like, you know, okay, who's the terrorist, you know? And like, I don't, I don't, my mind doesn't think that way. Uh, because usually those the people who are, are going to do the most damage are the ones who you least expect. Least expect, yeah. You know, yep. you know, yep. you know there's not going to be some, some guy with an ISIS flag, you know. <laughs> you know it's going to be some... Look at me over yeah, here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm guy, the you know. Time. It's yeah. just going to be some lady incognito, you know, yeah. you know, looking like she's pregnant, but it's actually a bomb or whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, uh, you're right, though. The world has changed. The, 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 we're we're kind of skeptical, mm-hmm. more skeptical about about things is uh the trust factor you mm-hmm. know is is not there not that it was all there before but it, it's just different things different outcomes mm-hmm. of of what's going to happen if i put myself in this situation or if i'm not alert or aware of what's mm-hmm. going on around me situational so, awareness gotta, yep, yeah you gotta t- be you gotta tell you know make sure that's how you see all these people on their phones are walking across the street and you're like, Hey, you, you need to pay attention guy or girl. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. You, you're just walking across the street without, a, you, you're, you're, and what if somebody's on their phone and they don't see you and then they just run you over like, Oh, wow. it's a phone on phone yeah, crime. Yeah. I mean, what's going on, man? I'm sure there's been a few of those too. <laughs> I'm sure there has. Yeah. So, so today for September 11th, um, we have a special guest, uh, somebody to maybe offer us a different perspective. Um, you're, 
your cousin, right? Yeah, yeah, my cousin Tasha, a native New Yorker, uh, was there during 9-11. Uh, never really talked to her wow. about that whole thing. So and this this would be our new trick new for trick. this week. Yes, week, is yes. That you never talked to your cousin. About 9 I've talked to my cousin. I've never talked to her about 9 you never talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, let's get her on the phone. Hello. Hello. Who am I speaking with? This is Tasha. Okay. Tasha, how you doing? This is your favorite cousin, Kaikuyu Mayu Calhoun. How you doing today? You had to tell me who you were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to introduce my man, man Joey's here with me. Hi, Tasha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on with us today. All right. Thank you. So, Tasha, we were talking about uh, September 11th, and I. Uh, uh, you know, there's certain events in history and in, in one's life where you remember where you were and what you were doing. And it hit me that, uh, you know, my cousin, am I your favorite cousin? Definitely. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you haven't called and asked for money for a while. That's <laughs> exactly. <why. laughs> so I'm sitting there, my cousin right there, a native New Yorker. I imagine she was there, but I never, ever had this conversation with you about you know what were you doing and how did it affect you and all that so um I, I was just thinking that maybe you could share your story because i bet a lot of people uh don't know a lot of what may not know a native new yorker someone there who was that you know close to 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 where it all happened and it'd be interesting mm -hmm. to hear your story if you don't mind sharing that with us um you know about the day and and we got we might have a couple questions for you um, thrown in there as well. Is that cool? That's cool. All right. Before we get started, let me see. Joy, you got uh, got anything you want to say? Ask before we get started. Before she uh goes right into it. Uh, I, the only thing it's just it's it's strange. It seems strange that it's been seventeen years. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the part that kind of has me shook for a minute. I'm like, seventeen years. Right. Seventeen years. Wow. Yeah. It seems like yesterday to me. And, and I, I think about that. My daughter's never seen the World Trade Center. Wow. Uh, yeah. She's 13, and it's like surreal to even think about it. Wow. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, and now, I mean, if you see old movies and you see those those towers yeah. uh, in the movies, you're like, whoa. whoa. I mean, it's just so surreal. But I, I, I imagine for you, Tasha, who, who, someone who lived through it and was so close to it, that it's probably doesn't feel like 17 years. The emotion's probably still pretty pretty close to the surface for you, especially closer to the day. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's surreal. Like I, I, it it feels like so long ago, seventeen years, but yet it's still so fresh in the mind. Right. It's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. 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 So were you down there, uh, close to the ground zero, or were you even even in Manhattan at the time, or? Um, I was. I I work. Uh, I at that time my my job was in um the West Village, oh. and you know when you. Would get out of the subway, you you see the towers, you know, like first thing when you you know that would be like the kind of orientation for the village because in the village the streets aren't on the grid system like the rest of Manhattan where you could be on Fourth Street and then run into Twelfth Street. So like it's like the streets are at weird angles down there. Yeah, it's so goofy. literally, if you're giving a tourist directions and they want to know which way is downtown, you say, walk towards the World Trade Center, and you see the two towers, and you'd know where to go. Right. Um, so 
uh, it happened, you know, I just moved to New Jersey uh, after living with my husband. So um, I was living in New Jersey at the time, but I still worked uh, in, in the city. And I remember running late. So, you know, it was about like 8.45 and I, I come out of the subway and I'm wondering why is everyone looking downtown? What, what's going on? But I'm in a hurry trying to get to work. So I, I, like everyone was just looking. So it must have been just as like the first plane hit because everyone's staring downtown. And I was just in my commuting mode and headed to my job. Um, so I get to, to my job and we start getting these phone calls. And, you know, and so we turn on the news and we head out to see what's going on. And I can literally see the, the tower, you know, from my job, you know, the smoke and the fire and everything like mm -hmm. that. And then we go back inside and um, we start kind of like planning our evacuation plans because, you know, the, you know we're literally, I guess, let's see, uh, I worked on 14th like below 14th street so like near between christopher street and 14th street so like i said i guess maybe you know a mile from the towers like mm. you know not, not very far right mm -hmm. um so we start trying to plan our, our 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 exit plan this is like before everyone had cell phones you know um but everything was just excuse me Everything was just, you couldn't get in touch with people, like the, the communication patterns, like the towers, that's where the, the towers are. So mm -hmm. you could, cell phones were messed up, uh, radios were messed up, everyone's just trying to get in touch with everyone. And I'm thinking, I have my five-year-old son, you know, in New Jersey, because I just put him in public school in New Jersey, and I'm like, how am I going to get to my son? You know, I'm, I'm a single mom now, and... I, my main objective was just to figure out how to get home. So my boss gives me a ride uh, to try and catch the ferry. But by the time I get there, there are so many people there. Like, I waited there for, I guess, about two hours trying to get on the ferry to try and get to New Jersey. Oh, wow. Nothing happened. So then I ended up walking uptown towards the GW and walked across the GW. And from there... Uh, into New Jersey to get to my son's. But meanwhile, I can't reach anyone to tell them to pick him up or anything like that. And it's already like dark. <laughs> mm. So, and no one can reach me because you try and call the cell phones, everything's dead. Yeah. Um, I get to New Jersey. Luckily, my, my, my friend picked him up. Um, but you could smell smoke in New Jersey. You could see ashes in New Jersey. I lived in... Um, Powell Park at the time, and there was still like ash, like fluttering in the air. Um, and I couldn't go back to work because you couldn't go, uh, if you worked below a certain point, you could, the city was like off limits. So my job, I had to work from home. Wow. Um, but yeah, I just, they had a service there, you know, services went on as usual, and like. Just, it was just really surreal. It was it was like literally you're watching yourself in a movie. Everyone trying to get home, the hysteria. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was like being in a movie. It was the only word I can use to describe it is surreal. Yeah. It, you you felt out of your out of your out of your body watching. 
I, I remember, I remember that scene of uh, of all the the people, uh, you know, walking across the the George Washington Bridge, and, you know, because they they couldn't get back to New Jersey. And I thought that that that's got to be really hard, you it's know. Crazy, yeah. And to think that there, you were one of those people who were actually walking across the bridge to have to walk home. Did that feel like, you know, like the longest day of your life, or was it all kind of? you know, did it all sort of run together because it was so surreal? I mean, I can only imagine, you know, trying to get to your son uh, and not having any communication, how, how uh, frustrating and, and uh, I don't know, painful that would be. That sounds rough. It was the scariest day of my life. I, it's like I, I didn't know, like, if I was going to see him again, you know, mm-hmm. and you didn't know if, if, I mean, even to this day, I, I, I go through the Lincoln Tunnel and you know, with all the terrorist threats in New York, I kind of like, kind of hold my breath a little bit while I'm in the tunnels, mm. and then breathe easier when I get out. And it's 17 years later, mm. so I'm wow. still affected by it. So yeah, so uh, I can hear it. I can hear it. You know, Tasha's pretty chill, man, but I can I can feel the emotion coming through right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so <laughs> it's still it's still surreal or or real to you. So yeah. when you got when you got to work, you're going to work. It was Tower One, the first tower. So, where were you when the second tower, or had that already happened as well? Oh, when I I was in my office at the time because we were just starting to get the news, people calling in and things like that. And um, so it was after the second tower was hit that we started to try and like, you. you know evacuate. So this was like you know I I would say that the second tower was hit was like nine nine. O two or O eight, I don't remember, but you know, we were. I was in the office and just we're just getting. It was. I can't even describe it. We were just right. getting calls. People calling. Um, it's like nowadays with social media, you would know what was going on like instantly. Right. Like, like you think about how different the world is. It's like now if someone would have posted it on Instagram or whatever, and you would. Like, even now, like, I get calls from Kikuyu that, hey, are you okay? Because he knows that something happened with the Lincoln Tunnel before I do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, true. Very, very true. Very true. It's funny you say yeah. that something about that, you know, no no cell phones, because I'm, I'm thinking back then, and, and uh, I didn't have a cell phone in 2001. My wife had one because she was, you know, she was a big shot. I was not. <laughs> um, she was an outside sales or whatever, but I didn't, I didn't have you know a phone yeah, and, it, and it wasn't a smartphone you had like a flip phone it's right not like, you know right <laughs> i think she had the blackberry with like the thumb wheel you know <laughs> like the black with the yeah, kind yeah, of that yeah. green screen and all that yeah yeah uh, i was still rocking my skytel pager yeah, i was overseas so i didn't didn't have one so so after in the aftermath of everything tasha what was the i know to the rest of the world you know we we saw uh uh giuliani on there, uh, Bush, and you know, and it was the picture that we got portrayed is you know there was this unity and, and everybody coming together, things like that. There was uh, a lot of patriotism, like yeah. I mean, and people were capitalizing on it, which kind of made me sick to my stomach because mm. now everyone's selling like on the streets. They have like the, you know, the American flag. It's like it's like capitalism exploiting, like capitalism exploiting patriotism and, right. and people. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was disgusting, actually. Yeah, tell me how you really feel about it. The posters of people, uh, 
you know, parents and wives and, you know, and children who were missing in the tower, like all over the city. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> and watching the news, you know, it's like you, you cried for like weeks. Right. Oh, that's so you must have known, you know, a couple of people at least that, that, that got caught up in there. Um, some members of my synagogue, we had uh, a member who, uh, made it out, uh, only because he, he, he happened to, uh, be sick that day. You know, it's like, we have all these stories, but we're, I mean, at my, at my job, I work for a synagogue and, um, every year for 9-11, people kind of tell, you know, they do this. And we, we, we've had people who, uh, just happened to be, oh, I was having a conversion for my son, so I wasn't at work, and that saved my life, or, or, right. or you know, it's, it's like near misses, and like my, one of my best friends actually worked in the World Trade Center, but she had uh, quit that job, like, you know, a couple months before, wow. and like, thank God she did, because she likely wouldn't have been there, because she lived up, you know, she worked in one of the higher floors, mm. so it's like, Real. Yeah, yeah. So, what does uh, Ethan, her son is uh, Ethan, what does he remember about that day, if anything? He just remembers that it was, you know, odd because, you know, he's, he's five years old. Right. And, I mean, I I had my friend, um, Haley, has done as his emergency contact, and, but they're, I mean, this is probably more information than you want to know, but it's like, if it weren't under the circumstances that it was, they probably wouldn't have released her to him because I was going through like this whole custody stuff with right. my, my ex and he would pick him up when he wasn't supposed to pick him up. So he had a very strict guideline of who could pick him up and when. And like, and I, that was my worries. Like, Oh my God, like, you know, <laughs> no one's going to pick up my son. Right. <laughs> and he's going to be at the police station and I'm, or, you know, whatever. But, because they couldn't reach me to get the okay. But somehow, like, you know, Haley was able to do it. And she was the only person that was, you know, permitted to pick him up. And I'm just glad that she was able to come through for me. Right. Because. Hmm. But, how long, Tasha, how long would you say that, that it took um, after that to, to sort of feel a little bit normal? You know, I, I you said that because of your job, you, you weren't you weren't permitted downtown. But you know, it seems to me like it it, it things were were in recovery mode, and 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 you know, uh, it feels like it took a long time. And I just wanted to know for someone who was down there, you know, in in the shit of it, was you know how how long did that take? I mean, I, I, it wasn't months. It was it was years. Mm. Years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. And I, I recently, um, you know, they, they have a, a 9-11 museum in the, in the new, you know, tower, and they call it, you know, the Freedom Tower. Mm -hmm. And that museum, it actually is chilling. It's like when you're in the city, if you want to know what it's like, what it was like, you go to that museum and they have, like, uh, people's answering machines where people are leaving messages trying to say, like, trying to get in touch with people. Oh, wow. They have, um, 
you know, exhibits of shoes and 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 the just listening to the answering machine messages is is enough to just bring you chills um, mm. that they have in this museum, and they have all the news news coverage and you know all you know all these things that they found like the, the you know twisted metal from mm. the towers and things like that but the the answering machine messages like when you go to the museum listen to that and that will kind of like give you a sense of like how people felt mm. like how lost and how surreal the whole experience was my my wife and I went and visited uh, New York I think it was in 05, so, and it was the summer of 05, so it wasn't quite four years after, and at that time, uh, the, the Ground Zero site was still sort of fenced off, they were still trying to figure out what, what exactly they were going to do with the site, but as you walked around um, that site and got to that, that church that's right next door, that, and, and mm-hmm. to see the, the headstones that were there that were physically, you know, a lot of the etching was was etched right off, you know, like uh, the, it, yeah. it, it, it was sandblasted off, and the force of 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 the impact of or you know the falling of the of the towers, it pushed them back, like they were uh, physically leaned backwards, and then and, you know just seeing that, it was it was it sort of brought it you know yeah. into some sort of perspective, like mm-hmm. holy crap, yeah, you know, yeah. and that was four years later, and. Uh, and I don't know how I don't can't remember how long it took for them to open up that site to actually you know when they did the Freedom right. Towers, but um, yeah, that's why I was wondering about how long it was it took to get back to normal. Um, but I I can imagine it's probably still not normal. Yeah, and then I, like a, a couple of years later, there was a, a blackout, and it was caused you know people thought it was it a terrorist attack, and it was another thing where like everything was shut down, and it just put everyone was just so uneasy it was like such relief we were like oh god it's just a blackout right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's just a black was it in the summer because that sounds like it would be hot yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah but we it had was a few another blackouts. thing where people couldn't get home to new jersey because you know, couldn't go to the tunnel so you had to walk but it was, it was such a relief literally a sigh just a blackout. Right, right. Wow. So, uh, New Yorkers, you know, they're known for being tough, and <clears throat> and uh, you really can't shake them. Um, you didn't move from the area. Do you know anyone who moved? Like, hey, I'm getting out of here. I'm moving to Pennsylvania. Or, well, maybe PA is probably not a good spot. But Kansas. I, yeah, Kansas, somewhere like that, or, or anybody, friends? Not, a, not as a result of the 9 11, no. No, yeah, no. yeah. It didn't, yeah. Good, good, good. So. Yeah, well, um, I I, I want to thank you, Tasha, for sharing your story with us. Um, you know, it, it, for 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 us being over here, I know um, uh, KC said he was over overseas, uh, and I was I was in California. So you know, it, to be so far removed from it, um, it's interesting to hear firsthand story, and I. I, I know it probably wasn't easy for you to to, to share with us, so I I, I appreciate that because it, it it gives us all a little different perspective um, of the whole thing and keeps it you know keeps it in top of mind and, and fresh and important because it was such a historic day in our country um, in the world yeah. really. Yeah, because I mean, as as Americans, we can get I mean rather complacent. You're like you you I mean there are so many countries that are constantly at war forever. 
forever and ever. Mm. And mm. you never think of something like that happening. Yeah. You know, I mean, even I know that the World Trade Centers had had terrorist attacks before, but not in that magnitude. Right. And it was it's, it can't be complacent. You can't take things for granted. Mm-hmm. That's I, for sure. Well, I hope this didn't uh, like ruin your day or anything, Tasha. You know, like you're going to be walking around like sad or thinking about this, are you? No, okay. I'm okay. Okay, all right, all right. I, I can tell. I can tell you. You, Josh is real chill, man. I could tell she was emotionally feeling this when she was telling the story. So, so yeah. You're not gonna find a, a new favorite cousin now. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> and Tosh is my favorite. And Tosh is. I didn't say you're my favorite cousin, but you already knew that. It's just like I don't have to tell you that I love you because you know it. That's why I never tell you that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, anything else, Tasha, you want to add? Definitely, definitely go to the 9-11 Museum. Yeah, okay. Like, when you're in the city, it, it's expensive, but it's it's worth the trip. Right. I mean, worth the trip. Okay. Well, if we think of anything else, we'll hit you up. But I can't think of anything. But I appreciate you uh, uh, sharing all that, though. Like I said, I don't know why I never had this conversation with you. I, and it just hit me like, well, she was right there. I never mm-hmm. was your mother in New York at the time too? No, she no? she was she, she was in Georgia. She was already in Georgia? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right, cool. That was and that was part of the other thing. It's you know, it's like you you feel I felt so alone because that was one of the reasons. She wasn't there. Right. You know? Right. And like it's like newly in New Jersey and like, you know, trying to do the whole single mom thing. It was it was like Ethan was my one thing. Yeah. And that's I think that's what fueled me to get there, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> How scary. Well, um, Tasha, after we air this, you know, be prepared because you're going to be pretty famous um, after this. A lot of people, you know, <laughs> stopping you. <laughs> I heard you on the Old Dogs New Trick podcast, so so just be prepared for that. I know you'll do well with it, but I'm just giving you a heads up with it, all right? <laughs> Yeah, okay. you, you might want to set up a separate email for, for media contacts because <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah. so you're going about to get flooded. Oh, boy. All right. Well, hey, thanks again. Love you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Joe, you want to tell my love cousin you that too. you love her? Joe, tell my cousin that you love him, man. I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. And thanks for... Uh, he's my music soulmate. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah Beastie Boys. Beastie, Beastie, Beastie Boys. Uh, yeah, and we really appreciate your support uh, on, the, on the podcast, too. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're a good contributor and a commenter, and uh, your feedback is very important. And so, yeah, we appreciate, you know, good listening out. <laughs> exactly. No problem. All right, later. All right, later. Well, that was really cool to have her on. It was a, a very unique perspective um, of 9-11, you know. Um, and you can tell it's still, she's still feeling it 17 years later. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, didn't, I didn't know a lot of those things that she said. You yeah. know, I didn't know she was a single parent at the time. Yeah. And, you know, searching to get a kid. And like I said, she's pretty chill, uh-huh. pretty laid back. But I could hear the emotion well, uh, in her voice. Somebody, right there, yeah. You know, mom wasn't there going through a divorce or newly divorced uh, and only, you know, their son and, and just to not have a lot of contact with the family. I mean, that's, man, that's brave. And the fact, like you said, she didn't leave. 
She's yeah, like, no, she, 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 no, no, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, you can tell she's my cousin. So she said the because uh, she likes me. Well, oh, well that, yeah, that yeah. of course. I mean, that's the number one thing. But then she's <laughs> like, yeah, the the, the patriotism, the capitalism, capitalizing mm-hmm, on patriotism. Mm-hmm. You see how she got, oh well, yeah, got she got amped up on oh, that yeah. part too. Yeah, that's that's that Calhoun blood right yeah. there. Well, I was going to say something about you know, oh yeah, and the t-shirts made in China, right? Don't don't disrespect my flag. I'm going to wear it on a shirt. Actually, that's disrespecting the flag. Yeah, yeah. Dis- disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm glad. She, I'm glad uh, that she agreed to do. It. I didn't give her a lot of, um, you know, more dis- prep. prep or yeah. anything like that. It's just talk about it sure. and um, wow. and see, you know. So yeah. I, I think that it, like I said, I think it's a unique perspective, and I uh, hope uh, hope that our listeners uh, appreciated that. And uh, it's a little bit of a detour. I know usually we're just so freaking hilarious. That was, that was a serious show, wasn't it? It was kind of serious. Yeah, yeah. Serious. serious. I'm going to start drinking now. Yeah. <laughs> just take the edge off. Yeah. Just a little something to smooth you out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, uh, again, thanks for listening uh, to the uh, to the podcast. Um, we'll be back. I don't know. We don't really know what 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 our next move is uh, as far as this goes. But um, we thought uh, you know that this what this was an important topic to cover, especially on on the, a day like today. Um, you know, for for September 11th, and it's uh, you know uh, I'll never forget. Never forget. Oh, be safe love each other that's for right. being assholes to each other I'm all right kidding you know and, and, yeah. and just and just remember that uh you know public discourse and and protest is very american don't stifle that shit even if you don't agree with it it is protected by our constitution it's woven into the fabric of america yeah protest yeah true it's true true i mean come yep. on man yeah N- none of the protests were popular at the time for a lot of things <laughs> well, they now would, they now they're protests i know now it's revolutionary now yep. those people are heroes so yep. just let history be the judge okay all right good point judge. well said well said <sighs> this is the old dogs new tricks podcast and we'll talk to you later peace Production assistance provided by Doug Medlock, uh, Roberta Solomon, and Stevie Cripps. Cuz um, <laughs> Cripps, he's not really a gangster. No. He's, he's British. Bloke. <laughs> meant bloke. Bloke. Oh, I, I mean bloke. bloke. What up, bloke? Uh, I know that's bloke. <laughs>